0: Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and yet another chance to get our acts together. Today is December 23rd, 2021, and week 151. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Mist of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. and If you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. As you can see from the title, we'll be talking about redeeming the time. And this is also a pre-recorded message, as you can see from the right under the title and as well as it was mentioned in last week, this week, as well as next week, December 30th, will be pre-recorded messages. We hope you guys are enjoying your holidays. So again, we are going to be talking about redeeming the time. So without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks we can go ahead and get started with this evening's message i hope you guys get something out of it
1: thank you melvin as always we do start by saying a prayer so if you guys can pause from what you're doing we uh, would be delighted if you would just join in prayer with us gracious lord thank you for another opportunity to study your word and grow closer to you lord we thank you for being a mighty god in our lives lord we thank you for being awesome so great so kind so loving so long suffering towards us lord we thank you for all the things that you did uh for us lord help us to continue to be grateful uh, help us to continue to be humble help us to continue to do all the things that you're asking your people to do lord lord we understand that we have our shortcomings we understand we have things that we need to work on lord give us the mind to do that lord help us to just be sold out for you lord Lord, we're praying that no matter what's going on in the world at this hour lord that we would continue to remember there's still a reason to have joy in the midst of every storm And so lord we're praying for the bible study tonight that something said would encourage us to go on just a little further so lord we're praying all these blessings in your righteous name jesus amen amen So, again, happy holidays to you guys. Uh, If you do celebrate Christmas, uh, we do want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, If not, I guess, you know, I hope you still enjoy this Bible study nonetheless. Uh, Because we understand uh, it's about Christ. That's why we are uh, in the world. Uh, The scripture tells us there was nothing made. That was not made by him. So we understand everything always goes back to Jesus. You know, I I listen to people talk that uh, really, you know, these people might not even believe in God. Some, Some people don't even believe in God and yet they still call on his name all the time. Jesus, as soon as something goes wrong. So tonight we're talking about redeeming the time. You know, it's the end of the year coming up to the close of the year, and every every year we have the same testimony. We say, "Wow, where did the time go?" We said, "Man, I can't believe the year is already up." You know, I can't believe it's been a whole year. You know, since this happened, since that happened. Every year we have the same testimony. We have the same witness. I can't believe it's already been this long. And you know what God is trying to tell us? It's time for us to redeem the time. A lot of time passes by so swiftly. And we allow time to slip away from us. I'm guilty. God knows I'd be lying if I sat here and said I didn't. A lot of time will pass by and I've accomplished nothing. Not doing anything. Being idle wasting time and so uh, not not long ago I was uh, I was asked to put a dog kennel together for someone and while I was doing it I knew going into it uh, I knew I needed to be swift about it because I knew there were other things I needed to get done And so I'm looking at the instructions, I'm looking at videos on how to do this and I think I have it figured out. And then I realized, wow, I've made a mistake and you know, the Bible tells us that all things work together for the good uh, to them that love him. And so after realizing I made this mistake, I said, you know what? instinctively it really wasn't even necessarily something that i planned to do but just instinctively i knew i had lost some time by doing it wrong and so i began to move even faster i'm like trying to figure out how can i even, how can i do this even quicker now and god put it on my mind the scripture that we're covering tonight in ephesians chapter 5 and verse 16 he put redeeming the time in my mind and I knew God was trying to tell me something because I just kept thinking about that scripture redeeming the time because now I was trying to redeem some time I was trying to make back up some lost time you know if you're every now and then we might be headed somewhere and we put it in our GPS it says You're going to arrive in one hour. And for some reason, you might have to stop. You say, oh, man, I got to use the restroom. You weren't planning to stop. You thought you could make it. But now you just can't take it anymore. Or it could be someone riding with you. Now you begin to look at the GPS. You say, man, (laughs) we were stopped for 10 whole minutes. Now we're going to be late. And so now you're trying to figure out how you can redeem the time. So, you know, we do (laughs) our foot gets a little heavier on the gas. We're trying to redeem the time now. We're trying to make up for lost time. We have a sense of urgency that we didn't have at first. And so this is what God was trying to get me to see as the year comes to a close. As we're thinking about the birth of Jesus, I know somebody's saying, well, this isn't the typical, (laughs) this isn't the typical uh, Christmas message, because we want to hear about the birth of Jesus. And I know (laughs) we've heard that many times, but I'm just going to give you what God gave to me. We have to redeem the time. Yeah, we know about the birth of Jesus, but what are we doing about that? What are we doing as a result of what Jesus did for us? We're still wasting time every day of our life. We're still wasting time until we start to feel we're almost out of time. You know, once people feel that they're on the verge of death, I know because I've been there, having that feeling you could die any moment, having that feeling you're you you do not think you're going to live to see next uh next month next week you start having a sense of urgency when you know you haven't did what God told you to be doing you start trying to hurry up and that's what redeeming the time is about so as we close this year out as we enter into a new year you know if God permits my hope and my prayer is that we would all make up for lost time because we wasted time. I know I I can tell you, sit down. I, sometimes I'll just sit down on the couch, watch TV, sit down on the couch, watch a video of this, watch a video of that, and waste time. Knowing there's some things I need to get done, and here I am putting them off. Knowing some things I need to be doing, even if it's just reading my Bible, even if it's praying. And Here I am watching Blue's Clues. <laughs> but then I'm asking God, Lord, help me. But he's wondering, what have you been doing to help yourself? Now I need to redeem the time. So let's pick it up in Ephesians chapter 5. In verse six Red- sixteen, excuse
0: me. <coughs>
1: redeeming the time. Because the days are evil. Redeeming the time. And the last part of this verse says, The reason why we need to do this is because the days are evil. Look around the look around you in the world today and just see how many evil things are taking place. You know, not that long ago, uh, from, uh, what not that long from today's date december 23rd not that long before this prior to this we've had tornadoes uh, running rampant across what four or five states and look at the devastation that took place i seen one video this guy was he was married. He was an older guy. He was married. And he was just on the video crying because he couldn't find his wife. Now, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if she was at work and he was at home. I, I don't know how that how that took place. All I know is they were separate and now he wasn't able to find her. And so he were, he was weeping and crying because he just wanted to see his wife again. We have to wake up because these things can happen to us at any moment. In fact, I even heard a preacher uh, this past Sunday, this past Sunday. He said, look, cherish the time that you have with your loved ones. We need to redeem the time. We're running out of time. We don't know it. I've, I've heard so many young people you try to tell younger people about getting themselves right with God. And I've been this way. I've been this way. Say I'm young. I've got time. I'm not worried. God God knows I'm going to get right. I just need to do a few things first. And little do we know, we're going to run out of time. Somebody ran out of time when the tornadoes came. Somebody, even under the sound of my voice now, they just ran out of time. But what about you? Are you going to redeem the time on this Christmas holiday? Are you ready to redeem the time? We got to have a sense of urgency. You know, uh, some people never have a sense of urgency about things. I mean, we can be as late. We can drag with everything we do. We never have a sense of urgency. Time is never of the essence for us. And we get that way in Christ. We feel we can just drag around with everything. But little do we know we're going to run out of time. So he said, redeem the time because the days are evil. Evil is taking place all around us. Let's go up to verse 14 wherefore he saith awake thou that sleepest now this is God talking now this isn't me wherefore he saith awake thou that sleepest you know you ever seen people (laughs) people will lie through their teeth (laughs) somebody said a lie don't care who tell it (laughs) that was a true statement because God I said, look, you that sleep, awake. You know, people that are asleep. They said, I wouldn't sleep. You know, people's eyes will be closed. Their head will fall. You said, wake up. They said, I, I wouldn't sleep, though. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing there? I'm resting my eyes. Yeah. You're lying. That's what you're doing. You're on your way to sleep. That's why your head started dropping. See, none of us. You know, unless you have some type of disability, your head don't start just drooping down if you're not asleep. See, when we are asleep in Christ, there's only one way we go. It's down. That's why our head fall. He said, "Awake thou that's sleeping, you that sleep. People, we know who we already are. When we are asleep, we know who we are." We don't really even need someone to tell us. We know what we've been doing. He said, redeem the time. How long? How long? How long is it going to take for us to become urgent about this? How long is it going to take?
0: So he said, awake thou that sleepest. Uh-huh. And arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Mm-hmm. See then that ye walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise. See
1: then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Let's go over because we're talking about the foolish person and the wise person, because it's time for us to wake up. It's time for us to redeem the time we have to make up for the lost time. So we're going to move over to Matthew chapter 25 because paul was trying to let us know what's in the church and we say well it's christmas well i'm glad you feel that way let's go and talk about what jesus said now this is what jesus had to tell us he's trying to tell those of us that are asleep in the church now we're not talking about the world jesus said i pray not for the world I'm I'm talking about the people in the church. He wants to help us who are already saved. But don't allow that to fool you into thinking you're automatically saved because you're in the church. Let's see what Jesus said here.
0: Matthew 25, and we're at verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. Now we're
1: talking about ten virgins. We're talking about people in the church. He's just giving us an illustration of
0: people in the church, Uh which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Now,
1: we are told we are the light of the world. By doing the works of Christ, we are the light of the world. By receiving the Holy Ghost, we are the light of the world. Go ahead.
0: And five of them were wise. Now,
1: some of the people in the church are wise. Some people in the church have a sense of urgency. Some people in the church understand the importance of time. Some people now. Some people in the church understand. The scripture tells us there's a time and a season for everything. This is all wrapped up with redeeming the time. We have to know what time it is. See, it's not always time to do something we enjoy. But that's how we live. It's it's about what I'm having fun doing. It's not always time for that, though. Kids, uh, growing up, we're made to go to school because it's time for that. When it's time to go to school, it's not time to go back to bed. We said, well, I'm sleepy. Well, you you missed your opportunity to sleep. There's some things we missed our opportunity for. And now we're still trying to hold on to them. But now it's time to get ourselves right, to redeem what we've lost. Go ahead. And five were foolish. There are some wise and there were some foolish. This, this is the same thing. Excuse me. My phone's going off. This is the same thing. This is the same thing that Paul was telling us in Ephesians chapter 5. Some were wise, some were foolish. Go ahead. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. The foolish people, they didn't get ready. Now we're talking about folks in the church sitting right in the church under the sound of my voice and won't get ready. We're in the church. We're going to church. We're going to Bible study. We're singing in the choir. We're playing the keyboard. We're playing the drums. We're playing the guitar. And we still aren't ready. We're doing a lot of good things. Still not ready though. Still wasting a lot of time. Still leaving off. What we know we should be doing. We said, well, I know I shouldn't do this. Well, I know that's wrong. But still using excuses. This is what a foolish person does. A foolish person won't get themselves right. That's what a foolish person does. Someone wise is willing to humble themselves and say, man, I got to fix this. I, I have to get right. My soul depends on it. You know, if you're at the brink of death, those things you've been holding back from doing those things that you know you need to get right with. You're willing to go ahead and do it because you're like, man, I don't know if I will have an opportunity tomorrow. We're willing to repent. We're willing to do a whole lot when we're faced with death. But as long as we say (laughs) My Lord delays his coming. <laughs> I've got a little time in me. I believe I'll see next week. You say, well, <laughs> I can take my time doing this thing. But the Lord is coming. He is coming. I've been feeling it within my spirit. God is going to allow something to happen to us because. We need a sense of urgency. We need a sense of urgency. It's time for us to stop wasting time to get those things right. So he said five of them were wise. This is in the church. Some foolish people in the church. Some good people now. It's some good people doing foolish things in the church. Paul said, you know some of us in the church he said where we're being teachers he said you need someone to teach you because we've become foolish we have become foolish in the church go ahead
0: but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps Mm -hmm. while the bridegroom tarried they all slumbered and slept while jesus
1: is waiting before he returns while he's giving us time we're sleep you know I, I talked about this the other night every now and again I have to cut my brother's hair and I mean he'll be up talking running around playing I mean everything having himself a good time but as soon he sits in that chair as soon as I get the cape around his neck before I can even turn my clippers on. Good, he's already asleep. I mean, it happens just that fast. Now, he wasn't sleepy, I hadn't, I didn't hear him say, Man, you know, I'm, I sure am tired. Man, it's been a long day. I mean, he's he's he hadn't said anything of that nature, but as soon as he gets in that chair. his eyes are already closed his head is already dropping down I'm saying pick, pick your head up and this is us in Christ we get in the church and we fall asleep physically and spiritually I mean it just seems that you know we used to be in this thing and my God nobody could pay us to go to sleep but now, the hour, the scripture said, the hour is far spent. <laughs> it's getting late in the hour now. And now it seems hard. We, we, we're fighting. But I feel a lot of time we're actually not. Because when someone's urging about something, see, you, you get somebody behind the wheel. You let them start falling asleep. I know. (laughs) I've been there. You start falling asleep behind the wheel. Man, you start doing whatever possible to keep yourself. You readjusting your seat. You let the window down. You stick your hand out there. You stick your head out the window. You do all kinds of things. You know why? There's a sense of urgency about you. You say, man, I can't afford to fall asleep. I I can't afford to do that. Because if I do, my life is over. You know, why don't we feel that way in the church? I've, I've seen people, they said, man, yeah, I want to come to church. You bring them to the church. Soon as their soon as their backside hit the seat, they're already asleep. I said, my God. You just got here. Could you not stay awake two minutes and 30 seconds? This is what happens when that sense of urgency is not there. We don't feel it's all that important right now. Only until God touches us. See, my prayer, God, please, with everything that's in me. Help me, Lord, to do right the first time. So you don't have to cause nothing to happen to me to wake me up. See, God will allow something, something to happen to you to wake you up. See, you know the reason we set an alarm? We need something to wake us up. We say, I'm going to set this alarm. I'm going to put it right by my head. You need something to get you up. And we get that way in God. We'll go to sleep. And God has to allow something tragic to happen to us before we are willing to wake up. And some people don't get the signs. There's a lot of things happening all around us, and we still haven't got the message. So Paul said, Awake thou that sleepest." He said, It's time to wake up. You're about to miss it. We are about to miss our salvation. All because we're wasting a lot of time. We no longer have that urgency. Jesus told us in one place, he said, look, you need to return to your first love. You used to not be this way. What has happened? How has the enemy deceived you? So he said, five were wise, five were foolish. He said, they all slumbered and slept. Go ahead, man.
0: And at midnight. See,
1: it's at midnight. It's getting late in the hour. This is the time that we're in. We're in the late hours of this thing. It's not in the morning anymore. Paul told us, he said, your salvation is nearer than when you first believe. We're getting into the midnight hour. He's soon to return. I can't tell you when. All I know is this has been on my heart. And God knows I didn't put it there. Because this is a message for me also. I didn't put it there. But God felt I needed to hear this. He allowed the mistakes to be made so I could hear this. So someone out there who's willing to do something could hear it. Someone who's willing to see what time we're in. He said, look, you can tell all these things. You can tell when a storm's about to come. You can tell when <laughs> spring's coming. You see the, the flowers. You can tell when the fall's coming, you see the leaves falling off the trees. But you can't tell what hour you're living in. He said the days are evil. You can't tell I'm soon to return. We're living right now. In a time where man, we don't know if it's winter time. We don't know if it's summer. We don't know if it's spring, we don't know if it's fall. One day is 79, 80 degrees. The next day is 20, 30, 40. We just don't know what's going on. He's trying to tell us. It's time. For his children to wake up. He's trying to tell us every single day. And God knows I have did this. I will sit, <laughs> And my wife gets on me sometimes. I'll set five, six different alarms. You know why? You know why I have to do that? Because the first time, I don't get the message. The first time, I might not even hear it. The next time the alarm goes off, I might open my eyes and just click the button. I don't even look at the time. I just click the button. And Turn the alarm off. See I'm getting a message. The message is coming through I'm just not responding the way I should The next time I do the same thing I I might look at my phone and say hmm uh, Hmm, it looks like I got a little time. just, Just just a little bit longer See I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. This feels so good though. Just a little bit longer, God. Just a little bit. Lord, Look, have mercy on me. And still, I'm missing the message. The whole time. It's not that God isn't trying to tell me something. I'm missing it. So how long, he said. How long is it going to take? At what point are my opportunities done? I know you say this is a Christmas. This is a Christmas message. This is about the birth of Christ. This is about the death of Christ. This is about your birth. When are you going to wake up? How long is it going to take? How many national disasters have to happen? How many tornadoes? How many earthquakes? How many trains derailing, killing people? How many diseases, how many COVID uh, variants, whatever the next disease is going to be, how many things have to happen? And we're still snoozing. We're still hitting the clock. We're still doing the same thing I do. In the morning, hitting the snooze button, not getting the message, still not having a sense of urgency until. I see. I'm past time until I find out. Man, I'm already late. I was supposed to be there at 7. Here it is 7:30. And now, now the sense of urgency is there. You know somebody's going to wait until it's too late. We're going to look around and say, "My God, I missed it. I've been lost." Somebody who knew these things. Somebody in the church now. See that let's pick it up. See, that's what's happening here. Somebody's going to miss this and it's going to be too late. And all of a sudden, you say, God, I'm ready. Look how look how fast I'm moving. God, God, I'm ready to pay attention. God, come on, God. But it's too late. We better wake up before it's too late. Let's see what he said here. Let's pick him up. Let's pick him up uh,
0: in verse eight. And the foolish said unto the wise, give us of your oil, Mm -hmm. for our lamps are gone out. Foolish people. We don't want to do what's
1: necessary. We're wanting to ride the coattails of everybody else. We're wanting everybody else to do it. And we don't have to.
0: It's not going to work. Go ahead, ma'am. But the wise answered, saying, not so. Lest there be not enough for us and you. Mm -hmm. But go you rather to them that sell Mm -hmm. and buy for yourselves.
1: Now look at what happens here. He's trying to tell us something. Go ahead.
0: And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. See, we have
1: time to get ready. He's long suffering. He's patient. We have time to do what we need to do. But since we've wasted so much time, now, now we're trying to go and do what we should have already done. But now the bridegroom has came. We missed it all because we wasted a lot of time. You know, I, I've, I've talked to many people and I will intentionally talk about a certain topic, we'll read scriptures together. It can be in Bible study. It can be outside of Bible study. It can be anywhere at any time. We can stay up to 12, 1 o'clock, 2, 3. We can talk about things. And you know, I find we'll talk about the exact same thing sometime later. They say, wow, that's in there. And you know what that tells me? They weren't paying attention. They weren't listening. Now, sometimes it does happen. God will open your eyes to things. Now, that's true. But sometimes it's because we're asleep. It's because we're not focused anyways. It's because we don't have that sense of urgency. And so God has to tell us the same things over and over and over. And we're still not getting the message. But he's calling us to redeem the time. He's trying to wake us up. Because. He's about to unleash something. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. But we know. God's been trying to get our attention. For some time now. We know it. Now I don't have to know everything. I only know what God allows me to know. But. We know within ourselves. And so people can lie to me, but you can't deceive God. So he said, look. Wow. The bridegroom came. The people then tried to get ready. They tried to get ready now, but it's too late. Go ahead, Mel.
0: Again, and while they went to buy the bridegroom, the bridegroom came and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage and the door was shut
1: only the people that are ready are going to be saved we come into the church so that we can get ready that's what the church is about getting ready it's about getting ready Jesus told a story in another place about a person who had came into the church, came into the marriage, and they hadn't made themselves ready. He said, friend, how in the world did you get in here? The way that you are, how did you get in here? They cast that, they tied that per bound him, hand and feet. He said, get him out of here. He's not ready because he wouldn't make himself ready. He came in here and he wasted time. She came in here, wasted time, would not do what God said do. And still expected God to to open the gates and let them walk the streets of gold. The pie in the sky, somebody said, expected to eat it, but it just wouldn't happen. He said, friend. He didn't call him his enemy. This was somebody who believed in God. He said, friend, how did you get in here? And you haven't made yourself ready. You don't have on the garment. You don't have on the full armor of God. You hadn't did what he told you. Everything to you was a joke. You thought you had all kind of time. Everything to you was about fun. Fun in the sun. Suns out, guns out. That's all it was about to you. And you would not make yourself ready. You know, I've seen so many people. You try to talk to people about the precious Lord Jesus. And people will do research into anything, any and everything. And I'm all about learning. I love to learn something. And you talk to people you know we're learning about all sorts of things a guy was telling me just today and i asked questions <laughs> a guy was telling me today about vapes i said you know how much nicotine do they allow you to have in those things they said oh the most you can get is six percent he started getting into the detail you like it's like six milligrams but You know, he just started talking about all the fine details about it. They said, yeah, it gives you a buzz. I said, hmm, a buzz, you say. So what you're telling me is you're getting high off of it. He said, no, I wouldn't say that. I said, "Okay, so what you're telling me is. See, I, I understand what you're telling me. It's like a buzz. It's not quite the high that you're looking for. It's a buzz. The equivalent to that would be getting tipsy, you say, instead of being drunk. See, we try to get real technical and smart. You won't outsmart God, though. You will not outsmart God. He told us to be sober and of a sound mind. Be filled with the spirit. So we're still. Try. we're still not making ourselves ready we're still not making ourselves ready you know i was talking to a preacher one time i didn't know the guy was a preacher we were on facetime i was doing some uh work related things so i needed to show him some merchandise on facetime and the guy he was smoking right there he was smoking a vape i guess he was trying to get his buzz He wasn't, he wasn't trying to get high. I guess he was only trying to get the buzz. You know, that's tipsy. It's not the full thing. He blew a big cloud of smoke directly into my face. Now we're on FaceTime now. I couldn't even see his face anymore. Man was buried behind a cloud. We were playing hide and go seek. (laughs) He blew a big cloud of smoke and I'm, I'm laughing, but it's sad. He blew a cloud of smoke. He said, yeah, I'm an elder. I so, said, wow. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking, hmm, this is what the elders is doing, huh? We're, we're not redeeming the time. We're wasting time doing a lot of things. Paul told us in one place, lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us. And we're holding on to a lot of foolish things. And when the bridegroom show up, then we're going to be trying to get ready. But it's going to be too late. So this is the hour that we're in. We're told to redeem the time. Make up for the lost time. We don't have time to waste now. Because our salvation is closer than when we first believed. When we first started hearing about this stuff. It's closer now. And here we are saying... (laughs) I'm just going to snooze it. I know. I know. I've did it. I've ignored all the signs. And it only hurt me. So again, this is this is a Christmas message because Jesus is trying to wake us up. He said, "Whosoever will, let him come." He said, "Behold, I'm standing at the door knocking." If any man will open, he said, I'll come in. So in my closing remarks, I'm praying we would redeem the time because God knows he's trying to tell us. Now, this has nothing to do with me. He's trying to tell us. So at this time, I will turn it back over into Melvin's hands again. God bless you guys. I thank God for you. And I hope you would receive this message from God. I hope you don't get mad at me. But now if you do, I honestly don't even care because I have a job to do. I, and I must do it or else I'll be. He's going to kick me out and say, how did I get in there? And I don't want that. So. Again, thank you guys for tuning in and Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. And God bless you.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I know this isn't the typical Christmas message, but you know, I have to say what God has given to be said. But I can remember um quite a few times where I found myself trying to redeem the time. Um I was in uh, I believe it was my last year of undergrad studies and I worked um overnight at Walmart during this time. Um, but I was about to take my GRE, which is, uh, some sort of test to determine, um, if you're able to get into grad school and it was in Memphis and, you know, I stayed in Oxford at the time, still do. Um, so depending on what part of Memphis you're trying to go to, sometimes it can take 40 minutes or it can be an hour and a half. So once I saw that the test was in Memphis, I just assumed it was 40 minutes. So I didn't even think to check the GPS. Or nothing so the day came for me to take this test and I didn't put it into the GPS until it was time for me to go and then it said it was gonna take me like an hour and twenty minutes and I had to be there at seven thirty AM or unless I wasn't getting in and there was no refund so that would have been two hundred dollars down the drain for this test. <laughs> but I called myself redeeming the time by going on the highway and speeding Uh, Fortunately, there were two other people in suvs going about 120 125 and i was right behind them because i had that sense of urgency and i'm not saying that that was the right thing to do because it definitely wasn't all the lives that we put in danger by going you know a big rock in the road (laughs) could have ended a a lot of lives a car 1920 car pile up anything like that but what that showing me now so many years later what i realize is the longer that we wait the harder it will be to get where you are supposed to be if i only left five minutes later than i should have been you know no big deal i could i could have gotten there but i left so much later so i had to drive so much faster and so much more dangerously to get there i made it with one minute to spare So even doing all of that, I still barely made it in. So now I realize that the longer we wait, the harder it'll be. Another place, Paul said, it's high time that we wake up out of our sleep. I remember one time, um, and this is where I was working overnight at Walmart, comes into play. I I got off at 7 a.m. I think I had a test either 9 or 10, so I tried taking a nap. And I didn't hear the alarms. Uh, My former roommate was texting me because he was already in the class. Wake up. What are you doing? Try calling me. I didn't get any of those messages. And that's what a lot of us are doing today. Not getting the messages from God that, hey, time is running out. But fortunately, (laughs) somehow I woke up. Now This class was a two-hour class. And the first hour was review. And we didn't take the test until the second hour. But since I woke up so much later, I missed the review. I had to do all this rushing and run to campus. The longer I waited, the longer I stayed asleep, the harder it was for me to get up and go and, you know, be in the place where I was supposed to be to take the test. So that's how we are with God. Now, fortunately, in both of those instances, I was still able to make the cut. But in a lot of situations, time is going to run out. I remember just as a little boy, um, they used to say we are living in the last days. And with me being a kid, I literally thought that it was the last days. You know, like I'm thinking we have like two or three more days. But now, you know, over the years, I understood what that meant. One place it says, um, you know, Tony brought it up earlier. One day it it was 79, 80, then the next day is in the 30s. And that recently happened. Um, you know, by the time December twenty-third is it'd have been um about a week and a half ago. But I, I remember um I didn't have I didn't need a jacket, I didn't need a long sleeve shirt or anything like that because it was so hot. And then the next day it was the complete opposite, it was in the 30s. And it says that in the Bible you won't be able to tell the times between the seasons. And it also says we're gonna be lovers of our own selves. And we're calling what's good, bad, and what's bad, good. You try to um, tell somebody what God doesn't want you to do. And they'll say, they'll rebuke you for it. And they'll say, no, that's not what it's saying. This is good. I know this is what God wants me to do. Or we'll say, I know God doesn't mind me doing this. So we need to wake up out of our sleep. Redeem the time. Um, there are no comments because this is not a live video it's pre-recorded and next week will be as well so as my weekly reminder to you guys we do have zoom bible studies every monday at 7 p.m central standard time it's a good message We hope to see you guys in there. So as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy, count it all joy, count it all joy. Again, there is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm, no matter what your earthly situation is looking like. So we hope you guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend and a Christmas if you do celebrate that this Saturday. We hope you guys have a great one. And we'll see you guys next Thursday evening, which will be pre-recorded with another topic coming straight from the word of god you guys be blessed thank you again for tuning in